In this episode, you will learn more about the history behind Lean. Hi there, Matt Strandstrom here, Shaper of Business Excellence. Lean is all about improvement, but when did it really start? I would say that we have worked with improvement since the beginning of mankind. Otherwise, we haven't come as far as we have done as a species. Of course, we didn't work with Lean thousands of years ago, because Lean... As you will learn in this little episode, you will learn that lean came in as a word in the 80s, 90s. Everything started out with industrialism, because in the beginning we needed to produce a lot of things, and demand was higher than the supply. Back then, a couple of hundred years ago, we didn't really need to be as efficient as we need to be today, as high quality as we need to have today. Why? Again, the demand was higher than the supply, which meant that the mass production that was going on produced a lot of bicycles, pots and pans, needles, whatever was needed out there in the society. But soon, others start to come into a different branch and started to do the same thing as someone else's, someone else did before. And what can that be? Yeah, pots and pans. Suddenly someone else made pots and pans as well. And soon the demand for pots and pans decreased, which meant that those that produced pots and pans needed them to develop their products. They needed to find out new pots and pans that can replace the old ones. And others started to work with pots and pans as well, which meant that there were competition in the marketplace. But if we then look into the world of improvement and where we started to look into how to become a better business, we have a couple of names that uh, come into to view here. First of all, we have Henry Ford. Henry had his design for manufacture, the DFM, as a concept to increase his way of in, in producing cars. It was very important to standardize individual parts as well as eliminating redundant components. And he worked very hard with that so he could produce cars in a much faster way and with a higher quality. Around the same period, in the beginning of the 1900s, uh, we had Frederick Taylor who looked into the organization and how should we organize in order to be very efficient. And he made the principle of scientific management and he also invented the just-in-time, the GIT concept, that we should have things exactly in the, in the production when we need it. A couple of years later, we have two Japanese gentlemen, Shiego Shingo and Taichi Ono, that started to work with the Toyota manufacturing process. They designed the production process for Toyota in the mid-30s, or between 20th and 30th. And at the same time, 
between 20th and 30s, uh, Edward Deming and Walter Schuhart worked at Bell Laboratories. Schuhart worked a lot with statistics, and he worked with Deming, uh, and as I said, they worked with Bell Laboratories in order to decrease the number of errors that the switchboards made. And an interesting fact here is that when Schuhart then worked with the statistics, that's an initial for setting up the model Six Sigma, because Six Sigma as a model is very heavy into statistics. So that sprang out of that work that Chu had made in the Bell Laboratories. Deming, I mentioned, Edward Deming, he helped the Japanese industry to rise again after the Second World War. The whole country was totally demolished and, and they needed to rebuild the way that they could produce things for the population and also sell abroad, which we knew, uh, now know that they're very good at doing. We also have another guy who's called Genishi Taguchi. Mr. Taguchi worked as Schuhart with statistics, and he also played a role when it came to have a foundation for the view of statistics as a way of improve your business. Using statistics that you can have, see what you do and what doesn't work and what does work and so on, showing the facts in the business. And that, together with Schuhart, led into Six Sigma, as I mentioned. So there you have a couple of names, and these individuals influenced each other. So for example, Mr. Shingo and Ono, that I mentioned that worked with Toyota, they met Edward Deming when he worked with helping the Japanese industry to rebuild. And out of that came the Toyota production system. And the Toyota production system have helped Toyota to become the largest manufacturer of cars, uh, the world's largest manufacturer of cars, and the most profitable manufacturer of cars as well. They've had, for a long time, the fastest product development processes in, within the car industry, which meant that they could produce new models much, much faster than other car manufacturers. And also they have a top ranking when it comes to quality within the car industry. This means that whatever they did, which I will explain later on in this series, the Toyota production system was very, very well spent money and time to build that into Toyota. Because, as I said, it made them the largest manufacturer of cars with the highest quality fastest product development. During the 70s we had a lot of saying about Japanese quality and there were not that friendly way of saying Jap crap which I think that we should actually bite our tongue because they showed us that they were on the right track and all the good results that they showed us during the 80s when their quality race, when their uh, speed of product development were shortened, 
where when they actually could deliver things to us not just cars but other things as well with higher quality much faster more reliably and so on that meant that people started to look at what do they do over there what they did was studied among others by John Krafzik and he is actually the the guy who invented the term lean and he made that the name he invented the name in 1988 uh, Mr. Krafzik worked for uh, the new United Motor Manufacturing Incorporated. It was a joint venture between General Motors and Toyota. And they were looking at how to increase the quality and how to produce cars in a better way. So that made him look into it. He's a real car guy because he's worked from, from there on. He's worked with Ford Motor Company and with other brands as well. During the 1990s, lean became very popular in the way of how to look at how to improve your business, how to do your manufacturing in a better way, how to not waste material, how to have a good flow in your production, and how to increase the quality that then in the end came out to the customers. During the 2000, people from the industry of service started to look at what were they doing within the manufacturing industry. I will in an upcoming episode look more into how we could use lean within a service organization, a service business. Stay tuned so you can find out more about that episode that I will talk about how we differ between a production of goods and a production of service and how we can use lean in these two different businesses. So I hope you find this episode of interest and now you know a little bit more about the history behind lean.